Welcome to the Worship Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 255 of the Worship Probs podcast. We're back. We, we, we prayed on it and we decided to do another one. Just one more. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just one more. Just one more. And you know, okay, so we always tell you, encourage, wait, I got it wrong. Entertain, encourage, and equip, right? That's our yes, thing. That's our three thing. E's. Yeah. And um, if, you, if you've found any of those to be true, we need you to go to Apple Podcast. Leave us a five-star rating and a really nice review. Just do that for us. We need you to do that for us because I'm going to tell you, uh, Big Yonsei is here and we have, I, we say this a lot, but it's a humdinger. It's a- Yes. Yeah, it is. It really I, is. I mean, this could be the last one and we just stop because <laughs> this guest, <laughs> we've been if waiting we a while. If we never did another one. If we never did another one. I'm sure we this still will. This would be the one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we will. We would totally we will. We definitely will. And if we didn't, I mean, this what a way to go. What right? a way to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I feel like maybe we've teased our listeners long enough. <laughs> yeah, we got a humdinger. Yeah, exactly, we got we've exactly. got a good one today. Uh, we're gonna be breaking down another meme on an ad meme. We're gonna be sharing some prayer concerns, yeah. just laughing at oh, yeah. you know just the unhinged oh, yeah. moments from our congregants. But Brian and I got to sit down and have a conversation with the one and only Brooke Lidgertwood. And it did not disappoint. It, it just, I, I've Gosh. never heard someone who can just kind of say so few words and say something so just like, like it just stops yeah. you in your tracks. Just, yeah. She was amazing. So sweet. So yeah. Every phrase is like poetry. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I don't read a ton of poetry, right. but I'm going to be like, it's very poetic. Like everything mm-hmm. she says. And I don't mean that in a way that it's like rehearsed. I mean, it just comes pouring out of her yes, in the most amazing way. So it does. buckle it does. up. Yeah. Buckle up. Really good. Really buckle good. up, buckle up. Hey, so before we go any further, I need to do something very important. Let Jen tell you about planning center. Let's talk about the way that planning center can help organize your church ministries Many of you are already familiar with Planning Center and may even be using services to plan your weekly events and schedule volunteers. But what you might not be as familiar with is that Planning Center is actually an all-in-one church management software system. Planning Center can help keep your whole church engaged by creating space for important data like prayer requests and event attendance, or even tracking first-time guests, making follow-up simple and easy. With different products on a unified platform, your whole team can stay aligned across ministries, and eliminate anyone working in silos or having to track information across multiple programs. There are so many things you can do with Planning Center. And best of all, you can customize how you use it based on your church's ministry needs. Anyone on your team using Planning Center, whether they run sound, play drums, or schedule volunteers, has access to Planning Center's training materials and support team too. So go to planningcenter.com to learn more and get started for free. So Jennifer, 
Uh, you're about to head into a, a, your first winter, right? In the Midwest, it's kind of that like late fall, starting yeah. to get cool. How's yeah. it going? Well, it's like we had fake fall because I don't know what has happened in this. In the last week, we went back into the <laughs> 80s, and we we're in the 80s for like five, six straight days. It was horrible. I mean, it was like 80 degrees, and I get that a lot of people think that's beautiful, but to me, I'm like, no. Because I want to be in the sweats uh, all day. But then literally we went from 80. Um, and I think the high today that this, the day that this podcast is coming out, the highs in the 40s. So we're having like a 35 plus degree swing uh, <laughs> in a matter of days. So, but, but I'm loving it. I'm loving it. The leaves are changing. There, there's a, a crisp breeze in the air. I'm experiencing all new things, just all new things. And I get why people love fall now. I didn't get it before in Phoenix because... You know, we we try to have fall there, but we don't really have it. You know, but now I understand why people make such a big deal uh, about it in other parts of the country. So, yeah. How about you? You you got snow? You probably have snow already. It's, um, <laughs> you know, it's coming. Uh, yeah. Today it is. Uh, it's going to be like seventy five, and then there's there is uh, they're calling for snow next week. Oh so, my goodness! Wow! Yeah. Wow! You know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I'm just coming back from Washington, DC. Mm -hmm. I was there for, uh, an event at the Capitol. Michael W. Smith came in and led a night of worship. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. And then the next day I was, I got to attend the worth. We, we were telling you about it for a while. The worship theology, theology conference at museum of the Bible. It was amazing. I highly 10 out of 10. If they do more, and I think they're planning to do more, you need to get get there. If you are a worship leader, then that means you're involved in picking songs for your congregation. A lot of you are songwriters. If if any of those three things describes you, you need to be at the next the next worth event. Mm -hmm. It will not disappoint. I promise. It was awesome. Wow! Yeah, absolutely awesome. That's so that's cool. just a little endorsement. Right. Yeah. You need to do it. You need to do it. So our friends at Five Words Media, they're knee deep in the submissions for Free Church AV. I hope you're in it. You got to be in it if you want to win it. So, mm -hmm. hey, you <laughs> got to be in it if oh, you want to win it. Little rhymes. TM pending. <laughs> little right, exactly. <laughs> Trademark pending. Um, so, but it's a it's an it's an audio video lighting system valued at $250,000 this year. So hit the link in our bio and make sure you get in two easy steps and your church could be uh, blessed with a brand new system. Uh, speaking of blessings, Salt Conference is coming up November 15th through the 17th. Uh, there's a link in our bio if you want to join us uh, in Nashville for Salt. You can save a little money if you use uh, our link. So hope you'll do that. Uh, man, we had a Zoom with the Refuel folks today. I'm so pumped about that. We're going back to Refuel Conference up in Mishawaka, Indiana, January 19th and 20th at Bethel University. Uh, did It was amazing last year. I mean, it was our first time, I right? Mean, right. It was, it was phenomenal. Unbelievable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great conference. So join us for one of those. Uh, Worship Karaoke. Check that out. Follow us on the tubes uh, at Worship Probs on YouTube. Subscribe, follow whatever you're browser says, just do that. And, uh, you can, uh, check out some full episodes of worship karaoke. Um, and our, our, our sponsor there, American musical supply is just amazing. 
And um, yeah, man, we got a lot going on. It feels like. The, the, yeah, the things are picking up here. Uh, travel, travel season, and <laughs> got a lot going on. Yeah, it's really getting busy. Right, but in the best um, way. In the best way. Right. Um. So okay, we've been doing this for a while. We started as a meme account, right? And mm-hmm. and uh, you you guys may just know us as a podcast, and so. Uh, what I would love for you to do is check out, you know, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook at Worship Probs. Uh, give us a little follow, man, and uh, you won't you. The memes are the memes are what they are. That we have a lot of fun with the memes, and we thought we would unpack uh, how we made it, why we made it, and how it went in the comments. We do that in a section, a segment that we called Anatomy. Anatomy is brought to you by Subsplash. As a worship leader, you've got a lot on your plate. You're figuring out team rotations, developing talent, running rehearsals, collaborating with your pastor, caring for your congregation. And on top of all of that, too many worship leaders are supposed to be technical experts. Whether it's lighting or live streaming, social media or media hosting, it's like someone wrote tech guru on your job description in invisible ink. But what if you could stay focused on what's most important to you and still get the rest of the job done? Enter Subsplash, the complete digital platform for your church. In one place, you can create and manage your church's app and website, live stream and archive your services, manage people, volunteers and events, and so much more. Subsplash makes it simple to connect all of your digital tools so that they work together and work for you. Book a demo to learn more about Subsplash at subsplash.com slash WLP. When you use that link to book a demo, you'll get a special discount, but you've got to use the link. Again, that's subsplash.com slash WLP. So, uh, okay, this meme, I just called it jump. And so Jen and I were talking ideas and she was like, you want me to do what? Yes. Yeah. I think that we need to put this out there. And she made this and it was, it was phenomenal. Right. You you sent me this trend and I'm like, what, what on earth is this? (laughs) (laughs) And I'll, I'll let you know that filming it was not easy. This was, it was a little bit of a beast to do. Um, and I had my doubts. I when when you told me about this, I'm like, okay, I have my doubts. But um, but the response has been pretty stellar, right? I mean, moly, moly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of views, lots of shares. Um, I, I mean, we dive into the comments, and some of these comments are hilarious because so many people are like, you know, oh my gosh, uh, yeah. oops. One person said, when when an IG video calls you out, I just responded. I had so many people say, like saying in the comments, we had so many comments going, I just did it right now. Or, or they tagged their worship leader, go, I'm sorry, right. I'm doing I it now. Eight, <laughs> I have eight unread planning center requests in my yes. email right now. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh gosh. Uh, one, one person said, um, there it is. It says, but why? They already know I'll be there one minute before practice, needing three minutes to tune. <laughs> People were able to laugh at themselves. Um, now, you know, we often yeah. say with our account. And then that, as often, as often happens. Yeah. Yes. As often happens. As often happens. didn't laugh. 
Yeah, maybe some people didn't laugh. And and we say very frequently that we use humor as, you know, uh, maybe a bridge to some some conversations. Now, we we didn't go back and forth in the comments at all, but there was one comment that jumped out at me that I felt we need to talk, we need to unpack this comment just a bit. Um, yeah, and, yeah. you know, I got something to say about it, but um, a person said, the fact that this is so common, even though it's funny, means that a lot of churches need to be honest about abusing people's time when they are getting paid but dictating others and using God's name to justify it. Funny though, that's almost like the uh, bless God at the end. Mm. Um, so obviously, when yeah. w- w- bless when the I Lord. bless the Lord, bless the Lord. When I when I read that comment, you know, I, I got I got a little bit irritated because it's like you know, listen, it's one thing if you're serving at a church where you say, "Hey, I can't serve this weekend," and then they shame you, and there's all kinds of guilt, whatever. Okay, that's that's definitely not a healthy situation. But we're talking about responding on planning center and. It, a great thing about using tools like planning center is you literally have the power to set boundaries in your hands. You can go in and set your preferences. I want to serve only once a month. I want to serve twice a month. You can go in there and put your blockout dates so that when they go to schedule you, they're going to get a big red flag warning going, Hey, they're not available. And then even if you don't do those steps, you have the power to decline. So I just kind of go, you know, that that person wanted to harp on churches abusing. I go, well, a tool like Planning Center makes it so much easier for the church to not, exactly. you know, take advantage of your time if, you know, if 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 you can be willing to, you know, put in the blockouts, go ahead and hit decline. It's all right. You know, again, that's separate. Yeah. If if you've got a church situation where you hit decline and then there's all kinds of shame and guilt and berating that comes, that's different. Different deal. Yeah. That's a very different yeah. deal. But I think kind of jumping into that from <laughs> from us just saying, hey, just respond. You know, responding helps you out. It helps your leader out. And there is that element of like, let's still be considerate. Let's help them out so they know that, no, they can't plan on you <laughs> for that service because whatever your reason yeah. might be. Yeah, I had to jump on that a little bit. You know, oftentimes I feel that people, they may have something sort of queued up. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. for whatever reason, uh, a meme might bring that to the surface or whatever. But yeah, right. this was this really was just about how amazing is planning center. And by the way, if you've got 18 requests, right. respond. It, we right. didn't say accept them all. Yeah. Just said respond. Yeah, we didn't say yeah. ignore the decline button, which I, I have said before. Mm-hmm. I didn't say it on that one. And so <laughs> just, yeah, you know, if you've been uh, hurt and, you know, we don't want to celebrate that in, in any way, but um, this was just a little good bit of fun. So, right. you know. Right. But if you haven't seen it, go it's check it out. Mean. It is pretty funny. Wasn't there someone on there that said yeah. like they had like eight weeks worth of requests that they hadn't responded to yet yeah, or something? Exactly. Gosh. So hopefully Gosh. we inspired that happen, that person man. to go maybe a come on, fam. Maybe go ahead and start accepting or declining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get it done. Get her done. Get her done. Yep. So that's anatomy. Well. That's anatomy. That's anatomy. That's anatomy. Well, you know what time it is though? What time is it? I think it's time for Prayer Concerns. Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Props. Now, if your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear, or maybe have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz, and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. 
Just consider them as an extension of your church production team, and they'll focus on the five words that clients experience with every project they do. Those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today. Guys, since the very beginning, Prayer Concerns has been part of our podcast. That was back in October of 2018. How old does that make us? Five? Five, yeah. Yeah, this month. Five, we're five years old, guys. Five years old, yeah. Five, five years old. Throw us a party, man. Right, I know. Yeah, five years old. So since the beginning, uh, people have been sending in the subtle, not so subtle, sometimes savage comments that they get from their congregations about services or about what you're wearing or how you sound when you sing or how loud the volume is or all manner of stuff. So uh, we share these on the podcast. We'll never share your name or your church's name. Uh, You can go to the website, worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab, submit yours there. And I hope that you will. Uh, we have some really, really incredible ones this week, and we have a few different versions, but this is just the OG uh, prayer concerns of uh, savage complaints for your from your congregation. So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one, more preaching, less singing. <laughs> wow. Yep. I mean, yeah. Just straight to the preaching, point. Singing is preaching. Right. Sometimes yes. singing is sometimes preaching. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. I like that they didn't mince words. There wasn't any kind of a, hey, appreciate what you do. Appreciate yeah. the process. Like, nope. Let's just let's yeah. just cut to the chase. Just get to the chase, man. Let's get to it. Yeah. Not a fan. Preaching. It's just not a fan. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay. Number two, prayer concern. Number two, I was serving communion this Sunday. We used a loaf of bread that people were ripping and dipping into the chalice of juice. Uh, one lady walked up and said in a loud voice, I'm going to take a soft piece. I have dentures. <laughs> <laughs> it's no shame. Just none. Just <laughs> take a soft piece. I have dentures. <laughs> respect. I got respect for that. Oh my gosh. That. <laughs> it reminds me, there's that audio on TikTok. People use it with their dogs a lot. It's like, I'm just going to scoot. Right, and right, over here, and their dog is like sitting on their face, or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. what this reminds remind me of. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a soft one. Yeah, nope. She doesn't want the that end dentures. of that loaf of bread. What okay. do you call the end of the loaf of the bread? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What do you call it? Some people call it the elbow. What do I call it? Yeah. What do you call it? Uh, what do what do we call it? The uh, what so do we call the it? The end I don't piece know that no one it. wants. My family would call it the butt. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants the <laughs> nobody wants the butt of the brand. <laughs> nobody wants the butt. Uh, oh my lord. Okay, number 3, prayer concern number 3. I'm just going to read this, okay? It says, this one is a doozy. I'm a worship uh, director at a relatively small church in a small town. I had a first-time guest come up to me after service and ask me if we took song requests. I shared, I'm open to it, and every song he suggested was by the Gaithers as he pulled out a CD of some of their greatest hits. When I said I would have to set aside time to listen and read through the song lyrics and kind of filter them through our normal song selection process, he said, you just don't get it, do you? This was the the golden age of worship. 
and you're going to run it through some phony process. Then he stormed off toward our lead pastor and told him, I'd be careful of worship pastors that don't listen to the Holy Spirit. Wow. We've never seen him since. (laughs) That one had some hair on it. That is, yeah, that's some strong, uh, don't listen to the Holy Spirit. Wow. All right. (laughs) Yeah, right. The Gaithers. I mean, look, I like some Gaithers. Yeah, I like a little Gaither music, a little Gaither vocal band, you know, they can pick, make it happen. But that seems a little little strong. It's a little strong. A little much, a little much. Just a little much. (laughs) Okay, number four, prayer concern number four. Uh, says, I had an older man come up to me and tell me that since my son was dressed so nice today, maybe I should take some tips from him. Oh my my son is three. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> my son is three. Oh my goodness. Oh my Lord. Just, my son just, is three. Yeah. Yeah. A three year old. Whose mom and mom is probably the one who dressed him too. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. All right. Here's the last one. The bottom of the pudding cup prayer concern number five. And it says for context, I'm tall and blonde and prone to clumsiness. So I usually stay away from high heeled shoes, especially on stage. One week I decided to step it up and I wore a dress with heels. After the service, a woman told me, you looked like a drunk Barbie up there. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't even. What do you, wow. <laughs> That's quite you, the descriptive, though. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's, that, that, that one's pretty savage. That one, I think, ranks pretty high on that uh, one. Yeah. That one is definitely very, very savage. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Very, wow. Very savage. So. That gives you a little perspective on what people are dealing with out there in uh, the church world as they're trying to lead their congregations in worship. I'm sure you have experienced something like that. Send it to us. You can DM it to us. Uh, Sometimes people take screenshots of their live stream comments. Sometimes people get handwritten notes. We get a lot of pictures. Uh, So send those to us. You can DM them to us on the socials or, uh, as I said earlier, just go to the website uh, worshipleaderprobs.com and click on the prayer concerns tab and uh, you can submit yours there. Well, uh, man, you know, we have, we have lists of people, people that we'd really, really like to talk to. And mm-hmm. um, this person is someone that we have had on our list since episode one. And uh, here we are episode 255. So there you go, guys. Perseverance, Perseverance. right? Yeah. Just yeah. keep on Just keeping keep, on, keep on, keep on, keep on keeping on. So let's jump into our uh, our conversation with Brooke Legit Wood. Today's interview is brought to you by New Life and the Every Man's Battle Workshop. As a man, sexual integrity can feel so far out of reach, but it doesn't have to be that way. Just one weekend can give you the help and hope you're seeking from a life of sexual addiction to a life of freedom from shame and guilt. Addictive and compulsive sexual behaviors don't have to control your life. And once you attend the Every Man's Battle Workshop, you'll discover you are not alone and begin to live the life you want. Click on the link in our bio to find out more about the Every Man's Battle Workshop and explore the many other offerings from our friends at New Life. Transforming lives through compassionately communicating God's truth and connecting people into redemptive relationships. 
Well, the Worship Probs podcast is, I don't even know that I have a word for what we are today, but we are going to talk with Brooke Lidgetwood. So how good is that? That's an amazing day. I could be thrilled, excited. Uh, Ecstatic. All of the adjectives. All of the words. Brooke, welcome. Welcome, Brooke. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yay. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. Like words can't describe just, we've really been looking forward to, uh, to talking with you and, yeah. and you're a busy lady. You have been traveling the world. You're oh releasing the music. You bake amazing cakes for your kids' birthdays. I mean, <laughs> I was like, can you pick a lane? Can you just pick one thing to be good at? Because <laughs> does it all, man. the cake is over the top. I just, I, I, I can't even, but um, we're, we're so That's excited. Incredible. This is a busy season for you, but um, we're really excited to have you here. So how have things been going for you? It has been, um, gosh, massive season. Um, I am really amazed um, continually at the kindness and leading of the Lord. And um, and this particular last few weeks honestly has been so fun. It's been um, eight has just come out, and so I've I've gotten to be here and kind of cavorting around the nation, seeing people I love and doing things I love, and um, then feeling terribly guilty when I FaceTime my children. So it's you know the balance yeah. of <laughs> the, you know, yeah. all of the things. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's it, this this particular lot just fresh freshly few weeks have been have been really sweet. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's been wild to watch on socials as you're bouncing around to all these places and you're talking about the new record, uh, which just came out, Eight. Um, you, it's a collection of some new songs and some familiar songs. And tell us a little bit about like what, what are you excited about, about the new record and, and what, what are you hearing back from people as they're, uh, as they're listening? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I feel like... Uh, Eight is one of those things which, you know, I, I made a record called Seven, and that was a real, like the Lord has undeniably spoken, um, let's, this it's time, and, and there was an urgency about it, and it was like, this is now. And it was called Seven because just I'd been sitting in the book of Revelation, so it had nothing to do with anything except Revelation 1, where Jesus is standing in the middle of the lampstands, which are the church. Um, and I assumed at that time that it was one of one, um, and then literally the month after Seven had come out, kind of um, our world and community um, started to have some pretty big shifts. Um, And then it would have probably been towards the end of last year, maybe, um, where kind of um, the Lord put eight on mine and my husband's hearts. And um, honestly, there's been several times during the process where I've gone, am I crazy? Is this this the right thing to do right now? Uh, But... um, uh, as is the kindness of the Lord, kind of just these kind of confirmations along the way that this is supposed to um, be here now, and um, and so honestly, the just since it's come out, so many confirmations of that because I really feel like the Lord has been stirring in me, even honestly, just in the past month as we've been approaching release and then releasing um, about a little bit more about the the purpose of of what this is kind of a bird's eye view. So um, I feel really, um, really stirred about this, uh, this collection of songs and, um, and what it is supposed to um, accomplish. And I, I use the word accomplish rather than achieve. Um, Cause I think there's a, there's a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, so you've included some songs um, that have really become like cherished anthems in the church. Songs like King of Kings, lead me to the cross and Martin Smith on that, which is just, 
Oh my goodness. I have that one on repeat. Um, soon, which is another, um, just, they're all incredible. I shouldn't start singling out songs because then it seems like one's better, but, um, I read that your hope for eight, uh, was that it would be an unfolding experience, um, for people in worship for them to engage mm. with. And I absolutely just love that approach. Can you, can you speak a little bit more, um, to the heart behind that? Yeah, I, I'm i a big albums gal, and I know there's a, a whole group of people who will point at all the starter and go, albums are dead. It's all about singles and songs. And But I <clears throat> I mean, I just don't believe that's true. Uh, I, I believe that God is a God of story, and, um, and, and stories have chapters and mm. plots and twists and turns and something that unfolds. And, um, and it's, it's very unusual that, that that can be accomplished in one chapter or one song. So I like albums because I like to think of them as books and chapters, um, that unfold and kind of, and, and take you kind of on a journey. And then even from the perspective of just a worshiper or, or a worship leader, I, um, I kind of, uh, construct albums as I would a song list at church. So mm-hmm. I want to begin with something that feels welcoming and invitational and as an invitation for people to kind of step in. Um, I want to take us through uh, times of um, declaration, some times of reflection, um, some uh, opportunities for response. So, um, so through the album, you'll notice um, several times where there's kind of an instrumental that feels almost a little bit too long, um, or something because I, I want there, because worship is also, or our relationship with the Lord is a conversation. So making sure we can also have time to listen to what the Lord would want to say to us in these moments or, or maybe something that we would want to take time to respond to God or bring to the Lord about in the middle of those songs. Um, and then kind of, I always want to finish with either, uh, you know, exaltation, something very, very vertical or, um, something that kind of uh, even even if that's lyrical exaltation and that points us to kind of toward um, final victory in some sense. So, um, yeah, I, 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 for me, it's like a playground. I love um, getting to kind of um, dream about um, how the Lord might want to want to take people on that journey. And I picture people, I picture these songs being helpful for churches and helpful in congregations. But I also think about, you know, a lot of my most powerful times with the Lord are in the car when I've just dropped the kids off and and have some time to drive home and and um, or pe- or on road trips and or um, on. On, on a flight with somebody with their ear, earbuds in and their journal out. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I hope that people um, can can be encouraged by it in that way. Yeah, I love. Yeah. I just gotta say, Your I love the. Always uh, does that. I, I love the intentionality with the uh, the space because how often, especially in church, we have our set list and we have our time, and you know, and, and it's not that anything like that is bad, but I love that you use the word like the instrumentals that almost start to feel uncomfortable, like it's a little bit long because I feel like it's it's. When we we expect it to end at a certain point, but when we push past some of that discomfort and lean in, even when it feels a little bit more uncomfortable, it's like, yeah, yeah I feel like that's when we can really start to to hear the voice of the Lord and and really give him the freedom, give the spirit the freedom um, to to move in our midst and to do what he wants to do. I absolutely love that. Come on. Absolutely. And I think yeah. it also helps. Um, I think it helps us I, dismantle that idea of worship as entertainment. Um, yes, you know, we know worship is not entertainment, and so, <clears throat> and so, obviously, I want to ride that line between I want the the, the listener to have um, an experience that feels accessible, but I'm also I also don't want to cater to our flesh. Um, hopefully this can be, it's used as an invitation to like, like you said, push past a little discomfort, push past a little of the, um, 
you know, checking the watch um, because uh, because God is forming something in us and shaping something in us and inviting uh, us into something deeper. And so that will always kind of in every sense of life involve us <laughs> pushing mm-hmm. past our flesh and, and right. making sure that our, our spirit can tell our flesh who's boss, which is one of the things that worship does as well when we declare with our mouths these truths. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Come on. So we could That's pray so the good. benediction and go home right now. <laughs> um so when we, we talk with somebody like you, and I don't, th- this word absolutely describes you prolific. You are a prolific writer of worship music. And um, we always like to check CCLI, and they have you down for more than 400 songs in Whoa. CCLI. Well, that must well, include that's what translations. I I'm like, that must include translations. <laughs> well, I mean, that that's a, that is a ton. And the other, the other part of the, the, the list that just blew my mind is how many of them have become a part of the story of the global church. Like I, I'd be really interesting to know how many churches around the world are singing, you know, what a beautiful name or King of Kings or, or whatever. And like in my, in my house, honey in the rock for two and a half years has been on repeat in my, in my house, just because of what my wife and I are, have been walking mm-hmm. through. And so um, here's a question. It's a tough question, I know. But if if you, as the writer, like if you were going to, if you were going to make a song list mm-hmm. with your like top three or four Brooke songs, mm-hmm. what would, what would you put on that list? Ooh. Okay. As a, a song list, am I leading myself or am I leading? A You're reading? leading yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You leading okay. you. Okay. Um, uh, I guess, and this is how I feel today. So <laughs> I'm not going to, let's not write this on my, not on my tombstone. Um, I think honestly right now, um, Bless God has been a song that has encouraged me so much. Um, so that's a, a new song from eight, but we wrote that for Cody's record. And I really felt, and so Cody put it out first, this, incred- his, this incredible version. Um, but I really felt like that sometimes God gives songs that I need. <laughs> so um, so I just had for honestly a year, over a year, just the demo of Cody's voice and a piano and an acoustic guitar on that song. And, and a couple months after that song was written, my husband and I stepped into one of the most um, grief heavy seasons of our lives and just this enormous loss it felt like everywhere and I would drop my kids off at at school in a completely new country (laughs) where we didn't expect to be and I would put on that demo of Cody's voice and I would like just be sobbing in the car singing that to the Lord bless God when my hands are empty bless God with a praise that costs me bless God when nobody's watching and I, I think by the time it came to um, us getting to record this for eight, I think hopefully you can hear in it that this is a song that has been lived for me. It's not kind of cool words that we thought sounded cool, but this has been a declaration that has, um, has that honestly I feel like walked me through. Bless God is a song that helped pastor me um, in an incredibly difficult season, um, and. Um, and I met I met Jesus um, in the midst of those verses and and that bridge. Um, so I would start with bless God. Um, I would um, or have new wine on there. Um, uh, probably maybe I will exalt you as well. That's a song that's kind of 
hitting me really hard again, actually, um, and um, has surprised me at its um, how much it feels like I just wrote that song yesterday. I feel like I could have written it right now. Um, and then um, we need to finish with a happy one probably, so maybe we'll put <laughs> Honey in the Rock in there because <laughs> it's kind of a little all in the new. But, yeah, but honestly, even talking about it, I feel, um, you know, I just – Every song feels like a miracle, and I always kind of say to the Lord, um, you know, you don't have to give me any more, Lord. You've, he's entrusted me with so much, and um, and I I know me, <laughs> so I know um, what a disaster I am <laughs> with Jesus, let alone without him. <laughs> and so I just feel um, just incredibly grateful to have even one. And um, and if the Lord can just continue to to grace me to be able to to write songs that that um that minister to him then i i um i just hope that um in the fear of the lord that i can steward them well but if he never gives me another one um he has given me more than enough and so i just pray he gets all the glory yeah he's amazing wow i know right brian no right. problem guys i'm just he's crying, crying for the listener no. he's crying <laughs> <laughs> And that's so powerful. And that kind of, that leads into um, what I wanted to ask you about next. I was going to ask you about songwriting and, you know, how you would encourage maybe people in their churches or, you know, young songwriters who are, you know, they're, they're feeling compelled to write. And I love what you said about these songs are something that you've lived out. You know, we had Cody on several weeks ago and I love that you and Cody wrote Bless God together because Cody basically kind of said the same thing, that so many of these songs that are impacting people's lives, it's it's something that he has lived and he has walked through with the Lord. Um, so what would you say, you know, to, 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 you know, young songwriters, old songwriters, doesn't matter their age, but people who feel like they want to write songs for the church, um, what is just, I don't know, a starting point or maybe something that is foundational to you? Mm. I would say um, that, I that first and foremost write to minister to the Lord because if that becomes a sufficient enough motivation for you, then um, you're going to guard your heart from all types of disillusionment, disappointment. I mean, entitlement is one of the greatest poisons that can get into our spirit when we start to feel entitled that our obedience should have some type of consequence that benefits us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think um, try and, 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 and it's okay if you are listening to me say that and you say, well, I don't even, I want people to hear my songs. I don't want it to be just for the Lord. Uh, ask the Holy Spirit to help you with that. Ask, you know, because the, um, the soil that is, um, the soil of our soul um, is what cultivates whatever seeds, you know, and songs get planted in there and can spring up. So um, it's messy work to be cultivating the soil. It's going to, your hands are getting dirty. Often it looks really ugly. Um, <laughs> but but when you cultivate the soil of your soul and make it, um, and the Lord by his grace makes it a fertile place for um, songs to spring up out of that will actually bring life and bear fruit that can nourish people. Um, but but so I would say starting there, write to minister to the Lord first and foremost, and then um, and then if He chooses for other people um, to kind of be brought in on that as well, then then ask Him to help you steward that season and that entrustment. Um, but write first and foremost to minister to the Lord, and then secondly, um, almost equally. Um, you have to read your Bible. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to hear about really 
what you think, because I'm going to be playing, you know, I play songs, I play worship in our house and in our cars all the time. And my kids are listening to that. Um, and my kids are singing these songs. Mm-hmm. So um, even I ask you, not just for me, but for my children, <laughs> it matters, you know, that I'm always thinking about the little ears that are listening because these little ears in 10, 20, 30 years are going to be the future leaders of the church. They're going to be people who are pastoring and leading our church. So what theology are they absorbing right now? What's the, because songs are helping them shape their, view of God and what they believe about God. And so I'd say, please read your Bible, not to write, but just sit in the Bible um, every day, even if it's a verse, a chapter or whatever, absorb the word of God in your life every single day. And then that'll, that will make its way, even if it's not deliberate, that will make its way everywhere in your songs. And then there's an assurance there that what you're saying or writing is trustworthy um, because it's biblical. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. Wow. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mercy. Okay, so we're going to get to the big room question in a second. If you're listening to this interview, you know what I'm going to say. Go grab your copy of Eight by Brooke Lidgetwood. Do not stream. Anybody can stream it. Mm-hmm. Go buy it. Um, these are the <laughs> kinds of artists and the kind of music that we want to support. Um, the church, the world needs this music. So go buy a copy. Um Okay, so we end every interview with the same question. We call it the big room question. Mm. If we could gather all the worship leaders and all their volunteers, singers, players, and all the production leaders and all their volunteers, and we got them all in one big room and we gave you a microphone, Mm. what would you feel Mm. compelled to say to them? Mm. That's a massive, (laughs) a massive um, question. Um, I think. Hopefully, I would just open the Bible and read some scripture because those words are going to be better. And what comes to mind is uh, Jeremiah 17, verse 7, um, which says, Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Yeah. Wow. That's it. And then I would just put the microphone down and leave. <laughs> a, liter- a literal <laughs> mic a little drop. Yeah. A literal mic, mic drop. drop. Yeah. Yeah. It. And a hush would fall over the room. Yeah. Just like, wow. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Just let on behalf of uh, people who lead worship and plan, you know, prayerfully plan experiences for their churches and um, just thank you. Thank you for all the amazing songs and how you are stewarding what God has put in front of you and given to you. It is, uh, it's, convicting I'm, I'm totally honest with you i mean it's convicting to the rest of us to watch how you you're stewarding which is probably what it's supposed to be so uh just really really grateful for you and and how you are um doing what you do thank you thank you guys so much and thank you for what you do and also i don't know if people are still listening but thank you to everybody who we just build the church right and we do our part and we won't know till eternity um, and what the what the harvest is, but we can we can sow in faith, knowing that the Lord is building His church, and um, He's not asking to do all the parts, just our part. Yeah, man, thank you. Yeah, my goodness, thank you. Thank it was worth you. it was worth the wait uh, more than than that. So, just really appreciate you. Well, this will come out Tuesday, and um, uh, amazing. We, we're love just love Incredible. the record and love what you're doing so thank you for taking the time thank you so much thanks, appreciate you guys oh, thank you appreciate Great you meeting too you.
I cried for like the third time in 255 episodes. I yes. cried. Yeah. But how could you not though? What she was saying was just so incredibly powerful. How could you not? Yeah. Man. I mean, I didn't because I, I never usually write try to. Another song, I usually more than my share. I usually try to hold it together because I know you'll probably fall apart. So I, you know, one of us has to. I'm the weepy one. You're the weepy one. <laughs> But yeah, so powerful. Yeah, if she, if she oh, never wrote another good. song, so God's, God's given her man. Yeah, just so good. Man, mercy. Yeah, really grateful. Really, yeah. really grateful. And I think it'd be great that, I mean, again, her saying, just opening the word to uh, Jeremiah, did she say 17? And just reading that verse and then she'd walk off. Just like, I think we should all sit down with that that verse sometime this week. Sit down, open up, read it, and just see what the Lord might want to say. Uh, because yeah, it's a powerful verse definitely powerful. So absolutely, man. Absolutely. What a blessing having her. Well, I mean, we're wrapping, we're wrapping up. That's it. We're, we're putting our, putting a little bow on episode 255 guys. Thank you so much for listening. 255. Uh, 255. It's a bunch, man. It is. Remember to go hit subscribe whatever it is that you uh, get your podcast. That way you never have to go look for us and do us that favor. Brian was talking about it earlier. Head on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us that five-star rating with a nice review. It just, it just helps. I mean, at the end of the day, just That's helps. what it does. It just, just do helps. It, it helps just put the it. podcast in front of more people. And thank you so much for following mm-hmm. us, for engaging with us, for for sharing posts, for commenting, um, for everything that you do. You can find us at Worship Probs on Instagram, Facebook, Threads, and YouTube. You can find us at Worship Leader Probs over there on TikTok. Hey, make sure you join the Worship Probs community group over on um, Facebook. We got two very easy questions to answer to get into that group. Make sure you answer them because if you don't, you probably won't get in. Just being real. So answer those questions. Um, and then, hey, you can even it's find us over pass, there. Man. I know. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> if we see you're in 10,000 other groups. We're like, no, we're not. And you didn't answer the questions. You're not coming. Not going to happen. Not, it's not coming. in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Hey, you can even find us over there on Twitter by searching the hashtag worship leader props. Yeah. Guys, we love engaging with you. So thank you so much. Thanks for following all that stuff. We, we love it. And uh, one of the other things that we love is like highlighting for you things that have really made a difference for us so they can make a difference for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the people that we tell you about every week, Maven Media Productions. Like if you need coaching, you need leadership training, you need somebody to come out, you know, maybe help help you make some strategies for social media for your church or your business or whatever. I mean, it's like a one-stop shop of excellence. That's what it is. So hit them up at mavenmediaproductions.com. Uh, they'll crush it for you. I know they will. And uh, I hope you'll uh, look them up. And thanks to Scott Hoke for our intro. Guys, we absolutely love you. Thanks for listening to episode 255. Until next time, deuces. Smell you later. <laughs> <laughs>